Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping you plan your family's vacation to Walt Disney World. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we've got a full house tonight. Yes, the whole gang's here. Charity is here. Hello. Stephanie is here. Hello. We have Randy back in the house after a one-week absence. Yo, yo. (laughs) Yo, yo. (laughs) And then joining us, of course, all the way from the great state of Alabama is Rusty. I'm here. Yep. So everybody's here tonight. Everybody doing okay? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. Enjoying this fall weather. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit better. It is better than it was a couple of weeks ago. That's for sure. It's only 95 degrees today. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. No. Okay. So uh, it is in here. It's a little stuffy in here. So anyways, (laughs) let's talk about what we're going to talk about first, and then we'll get into catching up with Randy real quick. Tonight, we're going to talk about maybe... You know, 25 or so tips, maybe guides, maybe bonus information, things that we don't share with you very often. We're digging a little bit deeper into our bag of tricks tonight. And that could be the name of this podcast, Rusty. We were trying to figure out the name for this. Digging deeper into the bag of tricks for uh, episode one, whatever, 50 some odd. So I, I guess this would be what, 154, 155, whatever. So tonight, that is what we're going to do. We're going to go around and give you a little bit deeper tips for your family at Disney World. And But first, Randy has gotten back from the world and is going to give us a little report on his last trip-o. <clears throat> it was great. Rusty, did you recently go too? Or just me? Okay. Um, it was great. We went for fall break recently, stayed at Boardwalk, ate at, uh, this was our first time at Food and Wine Festival. Really? Uh, That's the first first time? time? Yeah, probably first time in a long time. Uh, Okay. You know, first time in several years. And and certainly first time to participate, to actually go to the booth and eat food. Uh, We actually had a reservation at a restaurant, which we canceled to have extra food and wine. um, Wow. Because we we stayed nearby uh, at Boardwalk, so that was great just to be able to walk in. Um, so that was a lot of fun. We enjoyed we enjoyed touring around. You know, Todd in the past had talked about having, um, you know, noticing people who were there for the purpose of touring the alcohol of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I did find those people. Um, they were present. Uh, but it did not ruin my experience at all. But but it's never ruined my <laughs> experience. But th- that they definitely were there for for yeah. that purpose. Uh, that that was fine. Um, but that was something I noticed that Todd had pointed out in the past. Um, but the food, I thought, for us was great. Uh, I have one daughter who's anxious to try new things. Um, sadly, that's the daughter who also can't have milk. So <laughs> so she's always Aww. challenging to, to figure out what she can have. Um, I will say that was one thing I wish we had done a little differently. It would have been to research uh, what was dairy-free, what wasn't. It was a little harder than I had realized to, to kind of know that in advance. So... Uh, maybe if we had done some research, we could have found that out. But we need to do a food and wine show next year. We ought to do that about, uh, you know, maybe great. sometime in August or September. We ought to do a food and wine show. That's we have gone every year, you know, uh, that I can remember to food and wine. I think 
Are we going to miss it this year, Stephanie? This yes, be, just barely. Uh, this will be the first time I have missed food and wine in probably a decade. But, uh, but we always enjoy it. Yeah, it was great for us. Um, also, you know, and I, rem- I remember, excuse me, I remembered that in one of the podcasts recently I had said that, uh, uh, that the Flying Fish was still a good place to bring kids. And we went there, mm-hmm. and it was a good place for our family. We had a great experience. But I think in the new renovation, they've kind of fancied it up another okay. half star. So maybe this wouldn't be the place you would bring your, your three-year-old or five-year-old um, again, for our family, uh, with a ten and with, excuse me, eleven and twelve year old, it it was great, and we had a great experience, and and I would definitely encourage everyone to go. I think it wasn't the last podcast you were on, but I think it may have been the next to the last podcast. We reviewed all of the resort hotel eating places, and I remember you gave I re-listened to it, and you gave the Captain's Grill the worst grade, an of, F. It, it, you it, gave it the worst grade of the night. Yeah. I immediately went home and changed our reservation okay. from the Captain's <laughs> Grill. We were going to Captain's Grill. Now we are going somewhere different, and I can't. We're going to Marrakesh actually because I told Amanda. I said, "We're doing this. Well, I okay. love that we're place. going." Well, you're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. How I'm long is sure this trip out? Better, but what yeah. now? How long is this trip? That's out? the January trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been changed. <laughs> that's, that's been, been changed. changed. Yeah. Because this is even worse than if your kids are good. This is just you and Amanda. There's no way she's no. That's going to change. <laughs> so if you have a suggestion of where Todd and Amanda should go eat at, <laughs> well, the flying fish was great, and right across the lake. Uh, I from- think it's our weakest lineup of January eating because right now I've got. Marrakesh, Cape May. Uh, I can't. The, the only highlight is the boathouse up at uh, up at downtown. The new Disney Springs boathouse restaurant. I, I like I like Cape May for for lunch or dinner. Dinner I mean, for breakfast or dinner. 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 It'll be delicious. No, you need to do boathouse. We're gonna do boathouse. Okay, it's, I was gonna say it's getting really good reviews, so you gotta go do it. It's on our list, and then we're we are doing Ohana, and of course y'all, the two of y'all's favorite restaurant, we're going to Rose and Crown the last night. Right. So that'll that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. We had a great experience. It was I recommend it. It was a great time of year. The weather was perfect. Uh, we we napped nearly every day and um, swam a swam lot. every day. How was the pool at Boardwalk? Did you like that? It, it is good. Uh, it is good. You know, we're kind of used to beach clubs, so we're kind of spoiled. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's a it's a big old pool of water with a nice slide. Okay, it's, it's nice. <laughs> you know, I don't want to tell you, it, right. it, it's good. Uh, I, you know, oddly, maybe it's just me, but my contacts have more problems in that pool of water than any other pool huh. that I've been at there. So I don't know. I am selfishly asking you a lot of questions because Stephanie I yeah. and our families will be there in. It's not just Stephanie. Not the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Clarification. Our families are going in in, uh, in January. Is there a commons area there? Because every time I've toured it, it feels like a bunch of individual apartments stacked on each other. Is there a common area? Well, obviously there's the boardwalk. Um, Right, but what's the commons area there? Is there a gift shop or a place inside the boardwalk? I mean, there's the where where you check in. There's a lobby, and there's a place to sit around, and a common area there, and and a a large place to sit. The merchandise is on the outside of the the merchandise is on the outside. There is a little inside shop, but it's tiny. It's you know, it's maybe a room that's only. 20 feet Got by okay. 20 feet. It's, it's not a very big shot. All right. Well, we better get to the podcast, or this is going to be the hour and one-minute podcast that we <laughs> had two weeks ago that, whew, 
Man, I hope you. If you're still listening to our show after that podcast, thank you. <laughs> we we just owe you a lot of thanks. All right, so here we are with we're digging back deep into our bag of tricks. We're going to start. We're, let's go alphabetically. We've never done that, so charity. That's going to make you first. We're going to go alphabetically. Actually, we can't because we can. Okay, we can go alphabetically, and charity's going to start us off with your first deep bag trick. Not popcorn on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> Clarification. Uh, hamburgers? Is that hamburgers? No hamburgers at Cosmic Rays. No. Um, uh, my, uh, my tip out of my bag of tricks is going to be if you have a little girl that really, really, really wants a makeover, wants um, some special treatment, and you cannot get a Bippity-Boppity-Boutique reservation to try to get the mermaid makeover at over at Pirates League. Um, they, you know, they they even have a, a dress up, like a mermaid dress that you can get if you want to go that far. But um, they do face paint and they do their hair and they give them a little shiny hair clip. And so you still get that, you know, amazing personalized experience. Um, but it's not quite as difficult as the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique to get that reservation. Where is the Pirates League located? Over by Pirates of the Caribbean. That would be a great place <laughs> to actually, have it, right? It's actually right inside Buzz's Lightyear <laughs> space. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I thought that's where it was. Uh, let's, all, let's say inside the Magic Kingdom, for those who might not know. Yeah, yeah inside the Magic Kingdom. So, um, the Bippity Boppity Boutique does have two locations. It has the one in, um, in the castle, and it also has the one at Disney Springs. Um, Pirates League, I, I only know of the one in the Magic Kingdom. Well, and I don't want to throw you off, but I'm just curious... I've only we've only done bippity boppity. I say I like I've done it, but um, oh, like you haven't. My my daughter, <laughs> no, I would like to, but um, they won't let me. I'm too old now. But my daughter's done it. But like, do you know how it compares, like price wise? Cost wise, it is less expensive. Boom. Do you know, like, like I'm just curious. Um, I think the packages starter fit like 35. Sure, oh. you can book so that. Okay, you. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be booking that tomorrow. <laughs> And it should be said, adults can do that one. The pirates. Oh. Adults can do it. But I've seen I, several dads. But I'm not saying that like sons. I'm going to sign myself up to do it. But yeah, you could sign Robbie up. <laughs> if for I it. want to, I could. Yeah, he might. You know, I've All never right. gone first name alphabetically and been second. This is a very unique. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Randy. <laughs> the, the R's usually aren't second. Yeah. Maybe. And your last name doesn't help you much either. No. All right. No. So uh, for mine, I, you know, we just talked about boardwalk. So I'm going to mention the boardwalk entertainment. I don't know how deep that is into the bag of, uh, Ooh, of tips. I'm, I'm ready. Give it. But uh, but I'm going to say the boardwalk entertainment. We we've uh, been there now a couple times this year, and they had several different uh, acts. Now while we were there, it was only two acts each each night, um, and it was the same repeated through our whole trip. But now that we've been six months apart, they were different acts um, in those different trips. Like what? Um, well, one was a um, magician slash Rubik's Cube guy that did this amazing Rubik's I wonder if he's the guy oh, that was on cool. America's Got Talent. I, I have no idea. I, that's I don't really watch neat. that kind of – I don't watch that. You don't watch television. I, I do, okay, just I don't anyway. watch that kind of reality television. But um, but they also had a guy that 
that had this, uh, you know, this, uh, it's hard to describe, but, but there's these little feats of, of, of interesting talent where he's throwing a little ball up in the air and catching it in a hoop on top of his head, and then he raises it to five feet above his head, and then he raises it to ten feet, and then he ra- you know, then it's this thing is 15 feet up in the air, and he's throwing a ball up and, and nice. going through the hoop. It's just a neat little neat little thing. All right. Um, just lots of neat little, um, you know, street magic or, or street, you know, activities. Okay. Oh, mine I've got, uh, this is one, if you're going to Universal, you can rent a car from Alamo, which is owned property. They will come pick you up. They will bring you back. And so you have to keep their hours in, but I know um, my brother-in-law went just a few weeks ago, and they picked him up early in the morning. I think they picked him up around 7 o'clock. They got a car for about $40 for the day. And so they pick you up, take you back. Uh, from your hotel, so that's a good tip to know. If you want to do Uber, uh, it is cheaper. I will tell you, from Pop Century, Uber to Universal is sixteen bucks. Whoa! And so that's just a <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Oh, man. So <laughs> Todd, Todd, Todd that just you just rocked his, his world. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will. I would tell you another hint about Uber. Uber does do uh, price fluctuation based on the number of drivers who are out at that time, demand. and so it is a yeah. supply demand, so it can go up or down, but. The reason I know that process, I read it on a blog. Uh, I forgot who it was. One of the people I read regularly, they left from Pop, went to Universal for 16. But the renting the car used to be you had to go over to the, um, Swan and Dolphin and do Enterprise, but not anymore. So. I have found that Uber is not as good a deal at Disneyland as Super Shuttle. Mm. Well, right. LA traffic. Tip so. for you, if you're a family of five like mine. Right. All right, so I guess Stephanie's next. Okay, so I know we've talked about the whole garden grocer thing before and talked about ordering your groceries um so everybody knows about doing that and um but i think also um it would be good to know about like ordering cases of bottled water from amazon um so you can ha- have those sent straight to your resort um just it's one less thing that you have to pack or you know if you're driving or you know obviously if you're flying you don't want to have a case of bottled water you can't so um ordering that kind of stuff and you can also get a lot of um, pantry items um through the amazon pantry um i also know some clients that have had a couple of things that they needed really quick and were able to do the um two hour amazon delivery wow yes amazon now and I think you can get, I mean, that's limited items, but still, if you needed something really quick. Diapers, I bet. Yeah, diapers or, um, I mean, people have even heard of. Disney pins. Yeah, you can order Disney pins, have them sent straight. Um, We have personally just bought a stroller, like a small umbrella stroller on Amazon, and didn't want to have it for a flight, but we just had it sent to the resort. So I think there's a lot of different options like that that you can use. Yeah, um, we we actually did a lot of that on our, our most recent trip because we had been there for 10 days. And so, you know, packing diapers for 10 days is that's a, a, takes a lot of luggage space when you already have 10 days worth of clothes. Um, so we had had diapers sent. You didn't just take cloth diapers and wash them? Oh, oh I had those, uh, but I would not have put them in the Disney washing machine like I did our other clothing. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, cloth diapers are not a bad thing. They're very environmentally friendly. Okay. Um, but um, we did some baby food, baby yeah. food pouches we had sent. Um, we also, um, at the beginning of our trip, it didn't look like it was going to rain, 
later on it did end up looking like it was going to rain for the end of our trip so we um we had amazon deliver um the rain covers for the strollers that we already had so we were able to get those in time before it did rain um so we found it was really great the only thing i noticed is if you use the standard amazon mail um, not the Amazon now with the two hours, but the standard mail, just give it an extra day after it arrives. It, is it, it arrives um, at the resort, and then the resort delivers it to your room the next day. So just give an extra day for mailing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you an uh, easy one to start with. Uh, watch where you sit if you want to leave places early. And that is a strategy with, at any, any parade. If you want to get out of the park, you need to be sitting watching the, the fireworks at uh, Town Square. If you want to get out of the parade, you need to be watching the fireworks. Or, man, if you want to get out of a parade, you need to be watching the parade, you know, down there near the exit. If you want to leave Fantasmic early, because it is a mess getting out of Fantasmic. I've when seen you, people lose kids there. When you go into Fantasmic, you're going to want to take a right, if you can, instead of taking a left to sit down. If you can't if they're forcing you back to the left, sit as close to the right and the top as you can. There are not bad seats really at Fantasmic. I mean there are seats that are better than the others, but it but it will do you wise to sit as far to the right and as far high as you can at Fantasmic. Can you think of any other show like that or event that you wouldn't get trampled if you chose wisely where you stood? You're looking at me blankly, Rusty. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the uh, Nemo show. You'd want to sit, you know, obviously towards an exit. I think uh, they go out the right-hand side of the theater when they leave there. Right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I feel like it's easier to get out of than some the oh, Nemo yeah, shows. Yeah. It is. Lion King show, there's not really, I mean, it does, that's it not really a bad yeah. rush. Maybe. It is a crowd, yeah. but it's not bad. Maybe Indiana Jones. Yeah, sitting up high is not going to hurt you at all. There's also uh, sitting in the middle at, at Indiana Jones near the break. There's some seating up front, and then there's seating back, and you can hit that middle area easier. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's go back to charity and action. <laughs> um, so I would say if you have a very, very early breakfast reservation, so we're talking like your 7 a.m. breakfast reservations, and you don't have one of those amazing rental cars uh, that Rusty told us about, um, instead of trying to coordinate all the Disney transportation and get yourself, you know, there, um, you know, by having to go to a couple of different places, you know, if you're staying in a resort that is not a monorail resort and you're trying to get to, let's say, breakfast at the Polynesian or at 1900 Park Fair. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Um, if you're trying to get to one of those very early reservations, um, Disney can call a Mirrors bus for you. Like, you know, those little um, van shuttles. Um, we did that. It saved us over an hour of travel time, and I think it was about $20 from our resort to um, to the meal. And then from there, you know, hop on the monorail, go as you are for your normal day. You don't have to worry about where did we now park a car, something like that. That's resort-specific breakfast, right? Um, yeah, I would... I would say with the parks, the transportation usually goes straight from your resort to the right. parks. It's not as hard to do. But if you're doing resort to resort, 
um, that, yeah, it, it you know, it, the morning transportation time, rather, it just takes a long time to get somewhere, and it can be hard to coordinate. Yep. Um, so it was well worth the 20 bucks. Okay, Randy. All right. I'm going to give you a off-the-wall weird one here. So what? Let's imagine ah. you're staying. Imagine you're staying at um, the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, the Swan and Dolphin, that one of those hotels uh, that's near the International Gateway behind Epcot. And you like to come in and out of Epcot through that back entrance. Well, when you do that, when you're going toward, again, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Swan and Dolphin, when you're going in that direction, you have to go kind of up over this hill and then back down uh, on your way to the beach club. And there is, to your left, a little sidewalk that's maybe three foot wide um, that uh, you can walk along and it is flat. It does not go up and then back down. It just stays nice and level. You walk right along the water where the boats go and uh, it's just a little more convenient. After a long, hot day where you're tired of walking around, um, it's great to know that little, that little shortcut. Fantastic. I love it. Who's next? You're up, Rusty. Oh, it's me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I went to sleep on the wheel. I have, <laughs> I have another little walkway, though. Okay. I'm going to have to pull up my notes here so I make sure I get the right words. So this is, if you go to, this is Fort Wilderness, to the um, meadow, tr the meadows, like a flower full of meadows. A meadow trading post at Fort Wilderness is the Chippendale Campfire. It's usually held at night, 7 or 8 o'clock at night, depending on the season. And there you'll have a cast member who'll start it off with a sing-along. Uh, you have marshmallow roast. But the great thing, it's just free, and you get to do it with Chippendale. And so if you're looking for something to do one of those days you're not in the park and you want some free entertainment, what's better than doing a Chippendale sing-along by the campfire. Now, that's going to be larger than you think. It's a, it's yes. a bigger event. Than this is not eight people around the campfire. Yeah, it's not like a comfy, <laughs> so. cozy thing. There's several. Yeah. There's people there, yes. quite a few people there. Right. But all right, let's go to Stephanie. Okay, so I, when Charity shared her last one, I kind of thought, oh, she gonna, is she going to say what mine is, my next one is? But she didn't. So I'm going to go with it. But it does have to do with early morning breakfast. So here's my tip. Um don't schedule late night magic hours if you know you have an early morning breakfast. This is common sense, I know. Yeah, but, but when you're uh, when you're a first time planner, maybe, or you're just not thinking straight, you or might got the deluxe dining plan like charities. Or, have. Or, yeah, <laughs> or you, you got a not so scary. Uh, exactly. You plan a seven o'clock Tusker house. Exactly. I mean, it's just I'm just saying logistically. It will benefit your entire family if you try not to do that. All right. Well, that's a good one. All right. Here's another one. If you've got a child that's, and I think we might have mentioned this before, but it's been a long time. If you've got a child that's skittish of the Haunted Mansion, and the my, my son Battle rides the Haunted Mansion pretty regularly, but he still does not like the first part. You can ask a cast member if your child can skip the very beginning of the Haunted Mansion, which is the scariest part. And you can go down to the, it's actually the handicapped entrance to the ride, and you can go straight to the doom buggies. And you can skip the, uh, the, the, the stretching room. The stretching room and the, the portrait of Mr. Gracie that turns old. Uh, you can skip those two things, which are probably the two most frightening images at the I don't know, the graveyard with the with the skeletons popping out and that's that's pretty startling to yeah me. yeah but there's happy music uh playing at that point all right all right and charity 
Okay. Um, since since you did mention my deluxe dining, I am very excited about deluxe dining. And my suggestion would be consider deluxe dining, um, especially if you have someone in the family with an allergy or if you're taking a really short trip. Because when you, when you purchase a dining plan, it's per night's. Uh, your, you know, your number of meals is per nights that you're staying. So if you're going to take a three-day, you know, a, a three-evening trip, you're going to stay three nights, you're going to be there four days, then, you know, suddenly you've got nine credits that you're using over four days. That seems a lot more reasonable than thinking, oh, I've got to do three meals per day when you're thinking, oh, you know, nine nine meal credits over four days. That That's really something that's doable. Um, the cost difference isn't as much uh, for 2017 as it was in 2016. So um, it can really be a great value if you know that you're going to have, you know, um, that many meals during your trip. All right, Randy. I'm going to go with a money-saving one since uh, Charity did. I'm going to choose a money-saving money idea. <clears throat> Consider, would it be a good fit for your trip to do a, an annual pass for one of the members of your party. So you may assume that if, if one was going to get an annual pass, maybe everyone in your group <laughs> should, right? But sometimes by getting an annual pass, you can get, say, 10% or maybe even 20% certain times off of merchandise. So there goes, you know, that you might save some money on your souvenirs. They just add a lot to the dining benefits they here did. of late. And so, yeah, you can... I know. I don't, for I the next year, for the right. year of the 25th anniversary, I don't remember what it is, what they're right. celebrating. And you get the memory yeah. maker. Um, yeah, you get the you memory, get the memory maker, maker, which is a big deal. You usually uh, get an extra discount on your hotel room. You get, a, you could get, depending on your package, you right. could get a discount on your hotel room. Well, and they have all those new restaurant discounts, too. Yep, the right. 20% off restaurant included, restaurant yeah. discounts now. So I don't know that I don't think that's permanent. That's just a, right. that's for the a next few deal. months, but or twelve months maybe. And if for you order day, now, yeah. you can get twelve months, or you 13, can actually get thirteen, 13 months, months for the price of twelve. Right. So it you know right now's the time if you if you're considering maybe a, a trip that would be maybe a, a seven day trip, maybe a longer trip. Um, I think you could you could really stack up the room discount, the food discount, the merchandise discount, the memory maker, all of that. And you think, you know, it costs you an extra 200 bucks for one of the members of your party. I don't know if it's 200 but something like that uh, for one of the members of your party. Uh, it could be worth it for sure. Yep. All right. That's good. Rusty. Okay. Uh, my next one is if you go out to the Animal Kingdom Lodge around 4 o'clock, you may have to call just to make sure what time what they're going to do it. But they'll do a tour of Boma and Jico. Uh, and what they'll do is basically they'll walk you through and talk to you about the flavors and, and where the food kind of comes from. They'll walk you through the buffet line. And they just kind of give you just a little history. So, like, we love Food Network. And sometimes when you're staying at a resort, you do have that off today, and you kind of want to just do something different. This is free, but it's about a one-hour tour, and they'll usually give you some samples at the end of the tour. It's a how-many-hour tour? I think it's one hour. Maybe it's 30 minutes. 30 minutes to one hour. I forget how long it actually mm -hmm. is, but it's, it's 30 minutes. I had to look and see. So it's a 30-minute tour. And uh, you cannot schedule in advance, so you just show up. But uh, it's usually not a huge demand. But the great thing is it's free. You learn a little bit. And I like free stuff. And it's not three hours. It's not three hours. It's not a three-hour tour. Right. All right, Stephanie. Okay, I think this might be my best one. Uh-oh. Wow. I hope all our listeners will get your You're pens breaking it out early. ready. Um, no, I think, this, I think this is a great one. 
So a great, great, great hidden value, in my opinion, is to sign your kids up for the Pirates Adventure Cruise. Um, it's two hours. It is for ages 4 to 12. Um, and it costs $37. You, per person. Yes, per child. Per child. Per child. You will not get any cheaper child care than that. I mean, you got... Adults are not allowed to go. It's just for the kids. What's they, the age limit on that? Uh, four to twelve. Four to twelve. So, um, you know, essentially, that, oh. you drop them off. Really, if you and hubby want to go have a dinner, okay. now you can't go. You won't be able to go very far away because you've me, only got two hubby, hours. Or what? Does where, this where, launch where out they leave from? Uh, where they launch? Yeah. Um, Where's it launch from? Is it, is it the Grand from Florida the Grand Flow? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. They also launch from. Don't they launch from other? Resorts too. Um, I, you know, I'd have to double check. It's Caribbean Beach, isn't it? Oh, or maybe so. It's either that or Riverside. So they do this at Caribbean Beach as well, possibly. Yeah, I so. think so. Because I've seen them at one yeah. of the mods. Okay, before. what's it called? I'm looking it up. It's called a Pirate Adventure Cruise. Pirates Adventure Cruise. We call it the so. pack in the business. <laughs> oh, you do. Mm -hmm. In the business. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. That's a good one, Stephanie. Well, Randy will confirm. Since my son is twelve, I feel like we might need to. Well, if you told me that before, there. we well, have been yeah. there last weekend. Brock is actually thirteen, so yeah. I'm out now. Oh. But I, we have looked into that before. I just don't know that they would take Brewer. That was our, that was our concern with that because we we thought about that one. All right, let's do this one. Let's say this, and this is will seem kind of elementary, but I, every time we go, I kick myself. Well, I, it's hard for me to kick myself. I hit myself in the <laughs> arm every time I forget to do this. Take some sort of either uh, odd colored duct tape or some colored wrapping paper or something to wrap around the handle of your stroller, just like you would your baggage uh, when you're getting your baggage back at baggage claim. Uh, that way, when you're looking for your stroller amongst the sea of hunter green, black, and navy blue, you can see a a yellow ribbon around the old steel frame. <laughs> and do that. At, it's simple. It, you should know that. But it, I'm amazed at how many times I forget to do that myself. All right. Next tip. And Charity. Um, okay. So uh, thinking on those things that are reasonably priced for what they are, $37 for two hours of child care, by the way, uh, mind blown. Um, <laughs> I. I'm going to say if if you are having a meal at Cinderella's Royal Table, um, pre-ordering the chocolate glass slipper dessert is the way to go. It's um, it's still under twenty dollars. You just have to make sure that you've ordered it at least a few days in advance, and it is a 3D chocolate glass slipper that they fill with mousse and they have berries and things on it mm. but they also on the plate customize it for you so mm. if it's an anniversary gift and you would say happy anniversary or bar happy birthday bar mitzvah if you want to celebrate it at Cinderella's royal table with the chocolate <laughs> slippers sure um, <laughs> you know you can have this really personalized special beautiful dessert in the castle, and it's you know barely more than a standard dessert would be. That's really um, good. We call that the C CGSD, the business. 
Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop that line of joking right now. All right. Randy. Okay, I'm going to come up with the update here. This is... This is the update. Was that the update? That was the update. <laughs> the Pirate Adventure Cruises... There are four pack. swashbuckling adventures. Wow. Yes. Um, they, are, they are from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. So the whole so romantic breakfast. dinner. Breakfast, brunch. Yeah, it's R- going to be more Romantic breakfast. There you go. Um, and then they have the Disney Pirate Adventure that leaves from the Grand Floridian, the Islands of Caribbean Pirate Cruise that leaves from the Caribbean Beach, the Albatross Treasure Cruise, which leaves from the Yacht and Beach Club, and the Bayou Pirate Adventure, yep. which leaves from Port Orleans Resort, Riverside. Yeah, I knew they had one at Riverside. What time is that one? I, I believe 930? it is 9.30 to 11.30, weather permitting, every day, kids only adventure. Going to check into that one. Yeah, I that think we might for Caribbean <laughs> Beach. So that's where we're going I think next I may time. be too old for that. But in November. Um, okay, so my, my next tip would be um, the single rider line. At Blizzard Beach, when going on the ski lift, when oh. heading up to a lot of the rides, they have the Family River Raft ride that that our family likes, and uh, Beth doesn't like she her body doesn't do well, you know, walking all those that path all the way up to the ride. But you can ride the ski lift, which isn't a secret. But what might be uh, new to some of our listeners is the single rider line is right there, and it's generally much much quicker. Like I've seen it be half an hour quicker. Um, to ride the single rider line than it is to wait in the big line with everybody else. Um, so I'm I'm a big fan. I recommend it. I would say, and and we've said this before, but just any check with every ride and see if there's a single rider line. It's not going to hurt anything, and you might be surprised at what they've added a single rider line to. We've been to the park before where they've actually added single rider while we were since the last time we had been there to an yeah. attraction. So, all right, Rusty. Okay. My other one is uh, the Pirate Pals Fireworks Cruise. Now, this is oh. different than what y'all talked about. Yeah, you're stealing This is mind. the uh, Pirate Pals. And I had a friend who just took their kids on this, and it's, it launches out of the Contemporary. It is with... Um, Hook and Smee. Yes, Hook and Smeed. And you do it during the fireworks time. I think there's some food on there as well. It is a little more expensive. It's uh, $69 for adults, but 41 still, for children. $69 is yeah. not a bad deal for a private cruise with Hook right. and Smee. And there's also another guest at the end Right. sometimes. That's yes. a surprise. Yep. It's a surprise at the end that you get. So, uh, But, hey, anyway, this, this is just a great little thing. Uh, my friend Andrew went, loved it. His kids loved it. They said it was well worth the money, and, and it's a, just a neat little add-on. Mm. I'm just kidding. All right, Stephanie, you go. Okay, I'm going to go real practical here. And maybe I am the only one that does this, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, I always pack Ziploc bags of all sizes. I pack the big ones, the sandwich size. I'm fairly confident that Charity probably does something very similar. I think she does. (laughs) But, like, listen, okay, so there's so many different things you can put in there. If, If your kids' clothes get soaking wet... If you just, like, are packing and you have a wet swimsuit, if you ha- pack the uh, shampoos, which we all do, right? Oh, come on. That's my next one. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about it, but it, but you want to put them in something. Okay. But other things, too, like if you have leftover food, snacks, and you don't want to throw that in your backpack. So you're going to put them all you know, in a Ziploc bag, and you don't have to worry about it. All right, here's my here's following up on that one. 
every day. <laughs> hide your shampoo in your suitcase. Hide your soap in your suitcase. Maybe even write a note bribing your person to bring you out more. A, because I love the way Disney soap fit, smells. It makes me feel like I'm on vacation when I break a new Disney soap out at the house. <laughs> and... You know you can sell those babies on eBay? Oh, I did not know <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, no, you can really? sell them on eBay, and especially the H2O Aquatics one. What are they worth? Uh, I don't know, but okay. I, huh. I mean, I'm not going to pay for it on eBay, but I've I've had, you could look it up right now. Somebody could see if one of them's on, a, on eBay. In fact, I'll do that, but I'm not going to sell them on eBay. I just like having them at the house. When I go to the gym... And I I can't, you know, yeah. I don't want to bring my big old bottle of soap. I'll grab one of those, you know. It's really convenient. So, all right. That's my next tip is hide your soap. <laughs> all right. So now we're on our last round. That's so we, cheap. I we, sounded so cheap. Like, yeah, that, that's okay. <laughs> but I like the smell of it. Like the blue kind, if I get lucky and stay at a resort that's handing out the blue kind, I feel like I've hit the lottery. I mean, I literally <laughs> party. I, the the pomegranate orange or whatever the one they hand out most of the time now, eh. But if I get the aquatics, the blue one, oh, man. <laughs> it's uh, a good day. I mean, it's like the second now, best see, I like the pomegranate orange. I do, you too. Do? I do. Heaven well, if you forbid ever get the, the blue, maid leave the card out in the hall <laughs> when Todd goes by. <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Like I hadn't done that. Oh, <laughs> oh no. come on now. What? It's, you know, I don't know that it's, it's stealing when, when they just bring it to the room. That's not yeah, stealing. Yeah, it's not stealing. <laughs> but when you take it off the card? Uh, well, I, they don't need it. You may have to repent for that one. Well. All right, so we are on our last set. Um, I'm going to say, um, because I'm in this uh, in this same category often, um, if you're spending your money elsewhere on your trip, like on the deluxe dining plan, so that means you're staying in a value resort. Um, if you do find yourself at the All-Star Movies Resort, because that's the one that was available for your trip that's in your price range, um, they do have a little fun experience that you can actually watch the movie while you're in the pool. So a lot of the resorts have, you know, a movie set up a few nights out of the week, and they'll have it set up um, somewhere perhaps near the pool area, or like at All-Star Sports, they'll have it on the football field. Um, but at All-Star Movies, you can actually be in the pool and watch the movie at the same time. And I think that's that that that's a that's a perk. It's something fun. When we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they did that as well. Nice. Okay, now see if you have enough uh, it, enough left over points, in your trip enough to enough points to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> then um, then you can do it there as well. They go from anywhere from two dollars a bottle up to ten dollars a bottle. Two dollars for those little bottles. Yes. Is the blue Walt one? Disney Resorts Paradise Pier Hotel Soap Bar H2O Shampoo Lotion at Disneyland seven dollars for that. Oh, for the kit. Four piece kit. Okay. Seven dollars plus wow. uh, shipping, and then I mean I could go down that. There's a lot of these that are very unreasonable. There's some that are okay reasonable, but man, the blue kind is hard to get. Here's 15 pieces for $20, free shipping. And that may be a purchase for me, actually. All right. So, all right. So, uh, no, you can be do it a little more ethically. You can't just go out, and when you see that the maid service is coming through, just walk out and say, hey, do you have any of the blue shampoo? Can I get some extra? I've asked. 
Yeah. They don't. Okay. She says they don't carry the blue anymore. I do have a drawer full of Disney's soaps and shampoos. Uh-oh. Don't we all? Uh-oh. Yeah. Don't we So y'all don't, don't grab it out anymore. the cart when... Well, the the problem with the Disney Vacation Club is they don't they bring it like every three days, and they only bring you one bottle every three days, so Ooh. you don't get it as often. That's because you don't tip like Stephanie does. You know That's right. Yeah. I tip and I write a note. That's right for mousekeeping. <laughs> but now you can you can tip as a financial investment because you can make your money back on eBay. <laughs> so. All right. All right. For There's me, uh, my last one's going to be a, a a unique tip about the Toy Story Mania. Um, wow. When you go through line, let's imagine oh, this is, okay. uh, you're going. Well, this is true whether you're fast pass or standby, either one. Uh, but you go into the main room where they have all the games and all that, and then you get to the lady who asks you how many is in your party, and if you say anything more than two, then there is a line on the left hand side that you go up the stairs and back down in this kind of a uh, circus tent. Now, have you ever told the lady that you have more? Did you have two when you had more than two in your party? Yes, I have. Okay, because I feel as bad our party, soap now. Our, our party <laughs> broke up into two sets of two. So, but but if you if you, you if you'll say that. that you have two in your party, then they'll send you up a uh, up on the right hand side and up and over and past all those other people, and then you will not get to necessarily ride in the exact same car with your party. However, this is you know as opposed to roller coasters where you know you ride you know two and then two right behind. With this, there is no advantage to riding right, right in front of or right behind um, your, your party. So it's not a big deal if you end up, you know, a couple, a, a car away or something. Um, so it, it's, it's a short, you know, it shortens that part of the ride, and that might save you five minutes, but it's just really enjoyable to watch, to walk past people who are standing in line. I'll, I'll do an add-on to yours because I thought you were about to do one. Is, uh, if you are really competitive, you can go online and just uh-huh. type in Toy Story Mania cheats, and it will tell you oh. how to uh, rack up the most amount of points. Like a certain Amanda Lloyd did. Uh. <laughs> to which when she's the one who taught me this, and so I looked on the thing, and I was like, I can now finally beat Dana at one of these games. Yes, so. Amanda has taught, has brought Rusty down in her evil yeah. schemes. Wow. Well, wh- another thing you can Somebody, do. Somebody, <laughs> let me tell you the link depths my wife has crawled to to beat me at that game. She bought the home version and didn't tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. I love it. She's got the home version and played it. So she's sitting around practicing. Yeah. Well, the other thing I you can it. do is sit next to your <laughs> 11-year-old and let let them um, click on a lot of the things, and then you do the ones that come up after the what they click. Because that's so, yeah, that's oh, what yeah. value increases. The bonus. So. Yeah. All right, who's up? Who's up? So that's the way to do it. Hey, Walt okay. Disney Resorts, Shampoo Aquatics H2O. Nine ninety nine, five dollars shipping for how much? Wow. For what? For one what hotel bottle? No, nobody's buying that. Like a hotel size? They're not buying it. Oh, it's retired apparently. Oh well. Well, so now my, we know my we, hair don't know the difference. So now we can start saving them as collector items. <laughs> All right, who's next? Put that in the curio cabinet. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm next. Uh, this kind of goes back to the tour thing. Several of the hotels, I know that they do this at Wilderness Lodge, at Animal Kingdom, and I think you said they do it at Boardwalk as well. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a tour of the, of the property, and they usually do these every day. And they'll talk about the architecture. They'll talk about how they themed it. Uh, they'll tell you the stories about where they got the um, decor for it. And so it's just another one of those things that's just kind of neat to do. I'm intrigued by all the staging. I, I wish they did tours of where they would just... What I would love is a, is a morning tour. They don't have this, but I wish they had, where you could go and they take you like Everest and just walk you th- through and tell you how they curated 
the things to, to theme out the attraction. But they'll do that with the, the resorts. And so, once again, if you've got a reservation at one of those places, say if you're going to Artist Point, find out when the tour is, go over there a little early, walk around. If you're in that type of stuff, I am. So, And it's free. Awesome. Okay. So my last one is um, I always recommend that people, that you rent strollers and scooters outside of the park. Um, there are several companies that um, you can go online. You can see the prices. You can have them delivered to your resort. Um, I think it's way better. Um, you know, all the strollers at Disney look exactly the same. They're that hard plastic. Um, and the ones that you can rent are a lot more comfortable for the kiddos. And I think that they're easier to maneuver, too. Yes. Um, so, and and I found that it's less expensive going that route. Plus, you have your um, stroller for your resort that might be a mile, you know, from getting to the front back to your room. So, um, I always tell people to rent them outside of Disney. Yeah, and um, I totally agree, and I'll... I'll add one more piece. If your child is a Houdini and you need to actually have them strapped in the stroller, do not rent the Disney strollers. Just go ahead and rent the outside strollers. Um, because, yeah, the, the Disney strollers, I think they may have one lap strap and that's it. Um, whereas the ones that you'll get from the outside companies usually have a five point on them. Yeah. Well, and the other bonus, too, is I found when you rent them through the companies, at least the ones I've used, um, they'll also give you, like, the rain cover with it, which is super nice because yep. um, you don't think about that stuff until <laughs> the, the downpour. So. Two add-ons to that. One, if you do that, go back to Todd's suggestion. Take, even if you get a scooter, they all look the same, so make sure you have something to identify your scooter or you'll be sitting around looking for yours the whole time. Also, if you same thing with the stroller as well. If you do a scooter, uh, get a light it's incredibly hard to ride a scooter around Disney World at night. It's not very well lit, especially in parts of Magic Kingdom as well as Epcot. You will want the little headlight the attachment, and you have to pay extra for it, but it's worth the extra money. Hmm. Uh, we, we discovered that. So. What about the taser extension that you can get? I wish. put it on the front? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. All right, so what about uh, this one? And this is, the, this is one that I have read multiple times online. I've checked it out. It is legit. You can mail a coconut from <laughs> Disney World to your friends for $20. Now, that's a pretty good investment for a weird souvenir. You can give Granny up in Saskatchewan a $20 coconut. You can do it from three places. You can mail it from uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort, the Polynesian Resort, and the uh, souvenir shop next to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Those are the three places you can send out the coconut. That's weird. I know. But I think you should do that. I'm going to. I want you to mail me a coconut. If you give me twenty dollars, it can. Nah. Oh man, kidding. come on now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you can sell your soap and get twenty dollars. Yeah, that's right. I can How much fun you can would sell it be? A coconut if I send you a coconut, can I have your soap from your next trip? Sure, we'll okay. do that. No, but really, how much fun would it be to open your mailbox? And there's a coconut in there. I don't know. I'd rather find a hundred dollars, but <laughs> yeah. But how? how I mean, I'd be okay with twenty. You know, if you were, <laughs> if you're there, like in the month of December, that'd be like a great Christmas gift to send to somebody. My, from what I understand, would be like it's hard to find them. Like people go bananas and buy these things. So apparently, this is a thing yeah. that I didn't know about until recently. 
Um, and I forgot where I saw it. I, it was, uh, I think I saw it on a Disney Moms panel thing that I was checking yeah. out. But I, and I, then I confirmed it with a couple of other ones. And uh, interesting. So yeah, I'm intrigued to do this next time I'm down there just as a, because we got Disney friends who would, they'd get kicked out of that. Yeah. I think I'd just be, you know. All right, 25. We ran through 25 tonight. Good job, gang. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't, I didn't hear hardly anything that we've talked about before. So we have reached deep into our bag of tricks for tonight. And uh, we've given you some, some treats. So. I like it. Nobody. Enjoy. Okay, all right. Well, Enjoy. I like it. All right. Anybody want to give out our information? I do. Uh, contact us on the Facebook and the Twitter. I go, how's that? Yeah, I'm <laughs> I guess it's all right. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Hey, you're never too old to wish upon a star. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.forfamilies.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAN or email us at podcast at wdwforfamilies.com.